you don't believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melbourne scored! Melbourne scored in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me as all oh, still work. Wow! He hits it, he's done it! Just about at biggest fairy tale of all time again for season 2016. Preliminary final weekend, Big League Magazine run to the finals podcast. We're excited about that. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you have a legal issue to tackle, give them a call on 1-800-555-777. The usual crew in the house, Maria Chialis, editor of Big League Magazine, Pam Whaley, senior writer, and Bowie Phillips, national sales manager. Welcome, crew. Thank you. Morning. It's a How shame we won't get to see that grand final replay. This year? No, yeah. but what a game it was oh, last week. So good. How good was it? Yeah. And then watching uh, Canberra Penrith is kind of like, oh. It was. Like, it, was still, it was still good. <laughs> it was still it a was good still game, but it just paled in comparison <laughs> to the night exactly, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's the same as this year's grand final. It's got a lot to live up to. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Based on last year. Mm-hmm. You know, the game on Friday was so good. It was water cooler a topic of conversation on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Like on Tuesday, you're still talking, hey, did you catch that game on Friday yeah. night? Yeah, it's just awesome. It was a game that just kept on giving, didn't it? Absolutely. Like, it just it just didn't stop from start to finish. You thought at one point, Cowboys were gone. Yes. Uh, you had Thurston on his haunches at the 20-minute mark. You go, they're, they're shot. Yep. They're shot, Cowboys. Yep. Then all of a sudden, the you know, the possession swings, and then you think, Broncos are out of this game, and then it swings again. It was, it had everything. Yeah. Big podcast coming up. Of course, we've got to have a uh, look at what's ha- been happening in the week that was for rugby league. We're going to have a look at uh, the games coming up. We'll do a preview of them. We'll do a preview of what's in the big league magazine. We'll have a little chat about our fantasy football. A couple of us really struggling there, and we'll also have our fearless predictions, uh, social media star of the week, and stand by, ladies and gents. Our code word. Will be announced a little bit later on at some stage of this podcast. Well, we think so. Well, it has to be. I think, yeah. I think it has to be. We said it could be in one of the final series. And what do you know? We've I'm, left it till last. I've got a sneaking suspicion it might be a little bit later. Just remind us what is that prize, Bowie? Made grand final experience for two people. What that yes. includes is two tickets, two platinum tickets to this year's NRL grand final. Yes. And it also includes two nights' accommodation uh, in the city somewhere. Does include flights, so if you do win the prize and you don't live in New South Wales, just just keep in mind that you you know you'll have to organise your flights. But everything else is included when you get here. But you don't have to book it the day before, you know, because you've got the two two nights, so yep. you can come down early. Like That's right. Camp. That's right. Like the Cowboys have gone down early to Melbourne. Yep. Uh, to um, Sydney. Game preparation. Yeah, absolutely. So yep. you, you can do that. All right. So the code word will be coming up very shortly. Lots to get through about the week that was. Let's keep looking back at those games. Outstanding game on Friday. Um, still a very good game on Saturday. One of the things that I think was outstanding was that we were talking about the footy. Yep. Whereas the week before, unfortunately, the Friday night game was dominated by the performance of the referees. So there's a massive positive. The other thing we were talking about a lot was Jason Taumalolo, who that week had been named the Players' Champion from mm-hmm. the Rugby League Players Association. The performance he put on, on Friday night against the Broncos. I mean, it, it's one of the great forward performances in semi-final history. 
And we, um, well, I guess by this point, hopefully everybody's picked up their mag already. We do three, two, ones all year. Yes. Um, Jason Tamalolo is big league's player of the year. Hey. Is that right? 2016. Um, wow. And usually our player of the year wins the Dallium. Who judges that three, two, one? We all mix it up. So right. whatever game we're watching, okay. we try not to watch games of where um, we all support the team or, sure. or care about them in any way. So that makes <laughs> so it easier. So if you have play, you know, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. seven balls. Yeah, Doesn't exactly. matter. Oh, Three oh, points. I thought he had a great game. Um, yeah, so we, we mix it up between the team. Yep. Um, last uh, For did the he, past few years, we've had bang on the Dalian. Did he win by... Um, no, he won by a very small margin, okay. probably about two or three points. Cooper Cronk is the other guy who's so, yeah. neck and neck. Cooper Cronk has won Big League Player of the Year yeah, he once won it, or he, twice. He won right? it when he won the Delhi M. That's right. Ah, yeah. Interesting. So. Interesting. Mm. Pam, your thoughts on the game on, on Saturday night? Um, obviously not the entertaining spectacle that we saw, but there were a couple of times there where I thought, Penrith, back into the game, they're going to do something here, and then the Raiders too strong. Yeah, they, they were, weren't they? They were mm. too strong. They just kind of... Um, Kind of stepped up when they when they needed to the Raiders. I didn't know what to expect out of this game, mm. um, but they really did pull it together. And I thought their forward pack played really well. Um, Junior Paulo, I think, has been amazing over these past few weeks. He terrorized Nathan Cleary. Mm. Absolutely terrorized him. <laughs> I watched that ta- that t- attempted tackle. We'll say. Um, yeah on a loop for quite a while because yeah. that was that was really great. Um, but, yeah, it was it was very exciting to watch. I think they got nervous there a little bit, mm. the Canberra Raiders, um, and sometimes that manifests itself in different ways. Sometimes they, they seem to be trying trying to protect their lead, yeah. which never works. And then Joseph Leilua, he just thinks, oh, oh well, it's 18 all the whole time. <laughs> like, third tackle in your own half, just throw it out the back. Oh, whoops, yeah, yeah, I've thrown yeah, it to yeah, a Penrith yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem to worry. It's terrifying. Like, good on you, Joey, but also you're scaring me. Stop it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. In, in equal measure. Actually, this year he's been more, more terrifying for yeah, the opposition, yeah, less terrifying. For the Raiders and for Ricky Stewart, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now, big news, of course, during the course of the week, uh, Paul Gallant has signed an extension. I don't think anyone's surprised by it, and I don't think I'm surprised by the timing of it too. Maybe a little boost for the Sharkies, Pam, going into this game on Friday night? Yeah, definitely. I don't think anyone was surprised by it at all. Obviously, he retired from Origin this year, and I think that um, that was that was really the point, is to play one more season at Cronulla without those Origin um, duties. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, great news. Their next thing, I guess they need to be locking up Wade Graham too. Wade Graham? Off yeah, contract, yeah, at the um, end of next year. Yeah. Okay. So just with Gallon, obviously probably a very slight chance of be playing State of Origin. Is it true to say? No, he's no, done. Zero no, he's, he's done. He's retired. Zero time. Yeah. Okay. So so Sharks have probably much, pretty much got a guarantee that he's going to be there, barring injury for, for a large portion well, of the year. Well, that's the thing. He's chasing yeah. 300 games. He's... He'll go to 278 mm-hmm. with this game on Friday night. Let's assume he gets 279 this year. Can he play 21 games in a season? I yeah. mean, it's so luck. It's, it's so mm. luck oriented. I'm, I'm, I'd be more concerned about because you know he's niggling injuries. Uh, you know, starting to get a bit long in the tooth. These injuries are starting to come along a, a, just a bit more frequently now. So, so you're writing him off. I'm not writing him <laughs> off. I'm just saying that uh, you know, is he going to play a full season? Or close to it? Yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. You'd never, ever know. Josh Hoffman to Parramatta, aren't they stockpiling? Mm. Didn't they have salary cap issues they had to get rid of everyone? (laughs) But I suppose if Kieran Foran leaves... It's a lot of cash. It's a lot of cash. Mm. Anthony Watmo has left and therefore not included, even though he's still getting paid, not included in the salary cap as well. So Josh Hoffman, I think he's a good buy. Yeah, he's a great player. You know what's interesting? They haven't bought another half. 
Unless they're planning on playing Clint Gutherson in the halves for the rest of next, next season. Well, he did well in his last few games. Yeah, he did. Um, they do have a they do have a young gun. The name escapes me, but he's been injured all year as well in the Holden Cup. Mm, can't think of it. Yeah, no. um, but um, I think I thought they would have been chasing maybe a half. Well, is there any on offer? I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. who isn't chasing a half? Because yeah. I think the Dragons mm. have put the hand up for just about everyone as well. Uh, and Kieran Foran, that might as well talk about Kieran Foran now. Where does he end mm-hmm. up? Yeah, um, and, and does he get registered by the NRL? Uh, I think there'll be a fair bit of work to do before he gets registered. Mm. I think that there would need to be programs and, and things like that. I think he would need to really show that he's ready to come back because mm. it, this only happened a couple of months ago, you sure. know, that he walked away from it. And yep. it's not like he was playing at the time either. So um, I think all of the obligations of having to do his rehab and having to, you know, show up and do club things and yes. blah, 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 that was what was too much. It wasn't playing. It was all that other stuff that was too much. So but that's part of being an NRL player as well. Is. So mm. he would have to show that he's ready to do all of those things. It's not that he's going to be, uh, whether or not he's going to be ready to play. He's he's still a young man. He he's obviously a very gifted footballer. Yes. It will be all of that other things, all of those other that other stuff. I um, totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he has a handshake agreement with Jim Doyle. Yeah, well, that's what everyone's saying is yes. that's where he'll end up, and that's probably the best place for him to be as probably. well. Um, and especially under Stephen Kearney over there, um, I think that would be great for him. But I think it's just he would need to show that he's ready to do all of that other stuff because he he shouldn't get um, I don't want to say a free ride, but it shouldn't Preferential be treatment. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like obviously he has lots of different issues that he needs to deal with, but he it would still be it should still be in the best interest of the team to sign him. The difficulty is that. Uh, for him to come back to rugby league, he needs to be rehabilitated. But re- uh, rugby league plays a big part in his rehabilitation. Yeah. So it's a, it's a almost a catch twenty two situation. Also, his kids are here as well. So good point. Um, I know there's a bit of talk about whether you know New Zealand is the best option as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. being away from his kids. So look, a lot of things to go through. I'm I'm sure that he will get there. And it'd be great to see him back on the field when it happens. Dragons have come in. The Rabbitohs have come in. He's clearly a high-quality player. And um, if he can get things right, and that's what our, our, our greatest hope is, that mm-hmm. things are going well in Kieran Forrest's life, then you come back to uh, rugby league. Now, there's been a lot of wrestling complaints. Um, back page of the Telegraph today is about the octagon, um, <laughs> as quoted by Ricky Stewart. Um, it happens every time this uh, – the same time every same year, every doesn't year. it? You know yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, Because it's Melbourne in this Melbourne. every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a ploy to get the referees to make sure that Melbourne don't do what they do best, which is control the ruck. Um, do you remember that, sh- the Round 26 Sharks game? They interviewed Michael Ennis afterwards. I don't know if anybody watched it. And he goes – I thought they really slowed the game down and then he stopped and he was like, he was trying to think in his head what he could say and get away with, but he couldn't. <laughs> this is, so this is people like trying to push it that step further. And, and this like. is just putting pressure on referees. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That, that's all they're doing um, because yeah. every side tries to do it. The issue is Melbourne do it better than everyone else. Yeah. That's the issue. Mm-hmm. So, and, and look, if we take the Friday night game, that we saw between the Cowboys and the Broncos as um, sample A, and then we take the games that we saw Cowboys versus Storm, albeit it was wet weather down there the, the week beforehand, then from an entertainment point of view, there's no contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But effectiveness point of exactly, view, yeah. that's a separate thing altogether. So that that's the difficulty. All sides try to wrestle. All sides, um, from what I understand, I did a snap poll of a lot of um, former 
NRL and current NRL coaches uh, during the course of the week when it was um, talked about. And basically to a man, they said, everyone does it. We were worried five or six years ago, but now um, they don't do anything illegal. They just do it better than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. That was their I agree, yeah. Well, you can just see that in in all of their games. They're never usually high-scoring games no one ever puts a puts a big score on the best defensive side in the yeah. exactly so they've just they've just got it figured out you've just got to not get tackled ricky well you, what, <laughs> true true if you keep putting the ball over the line you don't have to worry yeah. about the rest no, of the broncos <laughs> showed them how to beat them the broncos showed them yeah. in round 25 how to beat them move the ball around um it comes with a level of risk but if you move the ball around less three-man tackles yeah quicker that's, play the balls yeah mm-hmm. that's when you can that's get what them. the raiders are going to do anyway so. Well, that's how the Raiders play. Yeah, and that's how they beat them in uh, round 23, was it? Yeah, yeah, in Canberra. In Canberra? Yeah. yeah, totally. Totally agree with that one. Matt Moylan's been added to the uh, Prime Minister's 13. Um, that's a pretty obvious one. I thought that was good. Yeah. He's, Bolster's he's an already he's good side good. as well. Very so. Isn't it a good side? Yeah. I love the way Mel Meninga's taking that very seriously. I love the way it's yeah. his respect for being a former PNG coach, his respect for PNG Rugby League. He knows what impact rugby league has in yeah. that com- uh, country. And he also knows that you're playing for spots on the Four Nations Tour, which is great. Yeah. You know, yeah. James Tedesco and Matt Moylan, they're up there. They're going head-to-head yeah. for that backup fullback position to Darius Boyd. So um, I think it's a fantastic thing. Speaking of international footy, the eligibility rules have caused a bit of a stir. What are we thought? Finally. What, what are you saying? They're fantastic. Oh, They've created negative comment in some quarters, but oh, really? it has to happen. Yeah. Oh, it's it has just to happen. common sense, isn't yes. it? Yeah. Isn't that what we're trying to do is make the international game better? Yeah. Look, and can I give an incentive yeah. for yes. players to uh yeah, want to play if they you know, want to play for Italy if they miss out on, you know, yeah. kangaroos totally. jersey or if they want to play for Fiji if they it shouldn't it shouldn't affect what then happens to them in the future. So does it work both ways? So which means Australia, tier one, tier two nations. Yeah. So Australia can has pretty much got free reign now. Who they pick? For no, instance, no, 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 they no. have to be. Yeah, they have to satisfy. Still have to qualify. Still have to qualify for Australia. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look, I, I I do think it's great. I, as I said, it's gonna it's gonna be more competitive out there. However, you just just can't shake off that. You know, that sort of feeling that Australia's... Well, Australia's already got the monopoly in regards to rugby league, but it just feels like now that's like, okay, well... But, but if Jared Hayne was playing State of Origin and then couldn't get in the Australian side and yeah. played for Fiji, isn't that a good outcome? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, yeah I agree. As, yeah. A, uh, as the only person with an ethnic background in this room... Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, we welcome you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I always felt like the current rules discount the fact that Australia is a multicultural nation because I am Australian, obviously. Yes. Um, I grew up here. I'm, I, I feel really like close to this country and blah, blah, blah. However, my parents are a different, come from a different place and they grew me up loving that place, being able to speak the language, being involved, like, with everything. So I feel as much connection with, say, Cyprus as I do with Australia. So you can't say you play for Australia now, forget Samoa, forget Tonga, forget Fiji, forget Italy. Like, they're a part of you too and you still feel strongly about Australia the way you do about a smaller nation. Written, spoken and authorised by Maria Chalice. (laughs) Cyprus People's Front. (laughs) (laughs) The People's Front of Cyprus. Yes, you (laughs) go. Split up. It's just me. (laughs) It is the Big League Magazine run to the finals podcast. We're all excited about the preliminary finals. We're all excited about the code word that mate. well, it will be coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Surely. Brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a, a 
call if you've got a legal issue to tackle. one 800 Tickets are now on sale for the Rugby League Experience annual Legends of League Grand Final Cruise. Spend the afternoon cruising Sydney Harbour with great food and drink whilst being entertained by Rugby League legends Tommy Radonagas, Mick Crocker and Mark Spud Carroll. So if you're in Sydney for the grand final, why not join in the fun? It's always a great day. For more information or to book, call us on 1300 885 718 or email therugbyleagueexperience.com.au. Here we are with the podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon, one 777 Now, let's have a look at what's in the Big League magazine for this weekend. Let's start with the editor. Maria, what have you got for us league lovers? Oh, everything. So, uh, look, um, features on all the teams, some mm. good ones, see Soliola, Sharks forwards like Matt Pryor. Um, oh, our right. Big League Player of the Year, got some good stuff Tamalala. on Jason. Yes. Um, and on Melbourne, we've got a big story on Cooper Cronk's 300th game because obviously it's huge. Um, and some good stuff that we've tried to like, we try to do in these weeks the kind of things we'd like to do during the regular rounds that we can't. So right. we've named every Holden Cup player in your club who's tipped to be the next big thing. Ooh. So keep an eye Ooh. out on them. Interesting. Um, and just detailed all the 2016 milestones, of which there have been many um, games played, point. Points records just smashed, mostly by Jared Croker. Yes. Uh, try Jordan Rapana's on the cusp of being Canberra's best, uh, highest try scorer this weekend. You know he's in company of Noah Ndruku, oh, yeah. Brett Mullins and Jason Croker. Yep. Yep. Jason yeah. Jason Croker Crazy. and Brett, Mo- uh, Brett Mullins did it in the same year. Yep. That's right. Yep. Mm. So he's on 22 tries. 22, 22 tries. tries. So there's so four, four of them. Yeah. Score either you, this weekend or potentially. So he should. You, know, you think, he, <laughs> you yeah, think he, uh, you try. get at least Well, he's try game. Just about try game, so he's going to go close. Cronk 300. Now, this is a really good story because Cronk is not a natural footballer. He's not a natural halfback. Mm-hmm. He's the most dedicated person that you would ever see, and this is coming from people on the inside, and yep. they've had some dedicated people there in Cameron Smith and Billy Slater, you know, really competitive about But for him to be able to do uh, make a career of 300 games, test matches, state of origins, and for him to have had work very hard. Like he's not the natural Jonathan yeah. Thurston that is the natural footballer, but he has made himself mm-hmm. that. It's just a great story. He had to work terribly hard just to get the halfback position. Mm. Now the work he's done in to not only be one of the leading halfbacks in the game, but to get 300 of them is, is outstanding. He was coming off the bench there when he first came in yeah. and then he played a little bit in the back row yeah. as well and yeah. then he was just playing, you know, wherever. And then I think, yeah, it was Craig Bellamy that said, okay, you're, you're the halfback for next year. And he was like, oh, <laughs> is all he, right then. <laughs> is, he the perfect, is he the perfect example of the culture that is Melbourne? Yes. You know, yeah. taking, taking a player on the outskirts of, you know, and making a position and turning him into the, you know, the game's or, best. Or has Cooper Crunk created that culture? Bingo. Yeah, that's there you the, go. That's the question with Melbourne. Is, yeah. Does Cooper Cronk, Craig, uh, Cameron Smith and Billy Slater make Craig Bellamy or does Craig Bellamy make Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith and Billy Slater? Mm-hmm. We'll, never we'll never know. But I think that it works really well. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's such a – they're all driven. They're all uh, – have – an unbelievable attention to detail. I remember watching Billy Slater in that World's Greatest Athlete. You know that uh, oh, yeah. Australia's Greatest Athlete, oh, yeah, brought good. to you by uh, the Rexona. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a plug for Rexona. <laughs> um, but 
he'd look at every competition and work out, okay, I know what I can do. How can I best get the best time or the best score yeah. or whatever? Like he was so smart in his competitiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. But on the other side, Bellamy said himself that, you know, a couple of years ago when he was, he was wondering whether it was time for him to move on, was he getting stale? He went to the players such as, you know, Cooper yeah. Cronk, Cameron Smith, and he asked them. Mm. And, they, and from their feedback, you know, he stayed and, and they've gone on to obviously had a continuing success. So, as I said, I think it's a, it's a very much of a working environment yeah. you know, with player and coaches and the, and the whole time. There's a famous meeting that they had back in, uh, you know, Cameron Smith might have been 20. So you're talking about 2004, 2003. Where... 1994? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and basically, he, there was a whole heap of senior players there and he got up in a meeting and said, you're not doing this and you're not doing this and we're not doing this and, and this is how we should be. And it's like, huh, he's 20. But he was right. Yeah. And 10 years of st- sustained success, albeit with a salary cap scandal thrown in there, has been the, the proof of that. Right, let's have a look at those games then. Friday night, Allianz Stadium. I reckon we're going to get a really good crowd at Allianz Stadium, you know. I think they're really excited about this. There's going to be a shark frenzy. Sharknado, whatever you want to talk about, <laughs> up against the Cowboys, uh, who we think, Maria, might be a little bit tired from last week. Yeah, that's why. That's the only reason why um, I took the Sharks with the week off. I mean, it, we've seen it go both ways. It could have a detrimental effect on the Sharks for having that rest. And Yes. Um, so I went with the Sharks just because – so they've got to travel – they got yes. smashed for 90 minutes. Yes. They had to go to Melbourne the week before, so they've gone up, down, up, down, hot, yes. cold, hot, cold. Um, it, oh, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like the showers I had. <laughs> hot, cold, hot, cold. Um, obviously, they're very used to it, and obviously they were, they're able to win a premiership um, even in spite of all those things. But um, I, I just flipped a coin with the Sharks. Pam? Um, I'm, I'm going the Cowboys here. I feel like there's, it's a big occasion. It's a really big occasion for the Sharks and I just can't get out of my head the game last year where everything was going for the Sharks as well. It was the semifinals though and then they got beaten 39-0 and they had everything going for them. That was up there though. That was up in town. Yeah, but the, Nightmares. I just can't get that out of my head. I think that... I just think that the Cowboys just are big. They're big game players. They just know what they need to do. I think that they. I think the Cowboys are going to win. It's yeah, a, it's, it's a very good point you make. We know the Cowboys will handle the situation. We're not sure how Cronulla will. Yeah. Handle That's the situation. right. Yeah, and you yeah. saw even even last week is like as absolutely brutal as that game was. They still came up with a clutch play Oof. in the end, yeah. and it was just amazing. Wasn't it? And so you can you know what you can expect yes. from these guys, um, and there's just still a big fat question mark over Cronulla. For me. <laughs> yeah, look, I, <clears throat> the thing is, Cronulla, Cronulla have sort of traditionally can bring out the worst in their opposition and get into a grind. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that happens, you know maybe that tiredness will come in with Cowboys. However, mm-hmm. look, I'm I'm going to go Cowboys, um, but I'd I'd love to see Cronulla win. The difference, I think, from compared to last week is that uh, on Saturday morning, the Cowboys woke up in their own bed, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think is really important coming in rather than – can you imagine the sleep you had coming from Melbourne? Like, And they had six days turnaround as opposed to uh, this this time they got seven days. So mm-hmm. I think from that fatigue point of view, it's not a concern. Yeah. And we know that they handle the big games. Cronulla, one, you know, question mark there, big fat one apparently. So, uh, <laughs> um, it, And the performance of Tamalolo was significant. Um, and how they stopped that 
is going to be important too. And this is seriously where someone like Matt Pryor, who 15 weeks ago you would have said, is he a factor in this game? Well, no, not really. He wouldn't you know, be on the be... tip sheet. That's right. Yeah. But now he is. Yeah. Um, and whether they can control um, Taumalolo and control the play the ball beforehand and just so that they can get up, get some line speed. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you've got a guy, Jonathan Thurston, who just wins. Yeah, that's the and thing. Just it's just like wins. you can't tip against a team that has Jonathan Thurston in it. And remember, Chad Townsend mm-hmm. was replaced in his last game. Yeah. So all yeah. those question marks are, are there again. So from my point of view, I'm going to go for the Cowboys in that one mm-hmm. as well. Saturday night, we head down to Amy Park and it's the Storm up against the uh, Raiders. And the Raiders has fast become everyone's team. You, you know, if you're, your team's out of the finals now, everyone's sort of going for the Raiders, Bowie. Yeah. Um, however, look, I can't, you can't go past Melbourne in this. All things being equal, I think Melbourne are a better side, um, even when Raiders are playing their best football. I'd love to see the fairy tale, and I think the work that they've put in and what they've achieved this year, Canberra, has been fantastic. However... They do play that game, as you said. They do move the ball around. They do throw caution to the wind. Mm. Now, the thing is, if, they, if those passes don't stick, they've got no other game plan. You know? So they can't, go back to the, mm-hmm. they can't go back to the structured football. They can't do that and beat Melbourne. So if they want to win, they've got to throw caution to the wind. Hopefully they can get th- two or three tries up early in the game and hopefully hold that lead. If they, if they want to play against Melbourne, they'll get beat every day of the week. Because this is the thing: is if they throw a few of those passes and they don't stick, yeah. guy like Vinavalu, yep. Korobiti, mm. it's just going to burn them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think Melbourne are going to win this one. Late shower on Saturday as well. Perfect for Melbourne. Melbourne. Perfect, for Melbourne. <laughs> perfect um, for the storm. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining. It's not raining. Don't worry. We've got the sun's out. Sun's out. It's gone. <laughs> Cloud seeding. Um, I think it'll be really important for the Raiders to Raiders have to go ahead. They have to pull ahead. If they pull ahead, they can beat Melbourne. Yep. Right. If they yeah. don't, Good front forget markers, it. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I look, I tip Melbourne and I don't think you can tip against them. I've been down to many finals games in Melbourne Yeah. and they have lost many of them. Yeah, so, true. Are you going down? No. Oh, there you go. Ooh. <laughs> but like uh, where I was down there when Newcastle beat them, down there when the Warriors beat them. Down there when uh, the Bulldogs beat them? The Bulldogs beat them? beat them a lot down there for some reason. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not unachievable. Um, but you, you can't really imagine it happening. No, I'm a little bit the same. I think you make a good point, Bowie, about playing um, expansive footy, but that comes with high risk. And if you try to not play expansive footy, then that's Melbourne. They love that stuff. Mm-hmm. If it's raining, it makes it even harder to do that. They've got the best completion rate in the league, and it's Cooper Cronk's 300. Like, yeah. if there's one club in the league that lift for milestone games, it's the Melbourne Storm, and it just so happens that one of their greatest ever players is playing... A significant number, 300 mm-hmm. games. And he will relish uh, in that environment. It, it, too. It's perfect. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Storm in that one as well. There you go. Take it as red. <laughs> we've got our win. I think we've all gone the Melbourne Storm there, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. yeah. And did we all go? No, I went Sharks. She went Sharkies. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, like, in terms of big league sales, we want Sharks Raiders all the way. That's really I love the way you put your editor's hat on right at the end. Fantastic. Big League Magazine run to the finals podcast coming up very shortly. Uh, we're going to have to do our code word. I think we might do our code word right now, in fact. And the code word is Bowie. The code word. Let me, uh, let me just open the envelope here, the secret envelope. All right. So, now listen, if you're listening Some out envelope. there now, what you need to do is get on your email. You need to type in Big League 
at newslifemedia.com. That's big league. .com.au. .com.au. At au. I was getting to that. Now you're confusing oh, the listeners. Yeah. Of course you were. It's, it's on our Facebook page if you yep, want I've... to go and visit and just like copy it in because it's not the easiest email in the world. All right. So I'm going to say the code word. All you need to do is be first to email it to us. At this that is a bigger email address. Than the grand final. Well, just, everyone's just, I'm just building up the suspense, Jimmy. Everyone, I'm just, oh, yeah, everyone's, here we go. Oh, yeah, nice. All right, the code word is for two tickets to the NRL grand final. You need to type it in now. Premiership, quick, type it. Thousands of keyboards are going mad <laughs> as we speak. Type in Premiership, send it to big league at newslifemedia.com.au and the grand final experience will be yours. Big League Magazine Run to the Finals podcast. We're now at our final segment. We're brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give them a call. 1-800-555-777. Fearless predictions coming up very shortly. Uh, but first of all, we need to start with our social media star of the week. Have we got a nomination, Maria? Uh, we do. Nathan Ross. Ross Dog. Ross Dog! Um, wants to buy three chickens in the Newcastle region. Can anyone recommend what size and where he should buy them from. We love it because... Oh, hang on. Now, just to clarify, so are they roast chickens? No, no, no. He wants, he wants domestic chickens. Right. Three domestic chickens, um, please. <laughs> I back it because I love going to Twitter for advice. It's much easier than, you know, Aren't you Googling? worried about the quality of the feedback that you get? <laughs> you just got to weed out the trolls. Right. As you know. I thought that was just hilarious, though. What a random tweet. (laughs) Looking for three chooks. Can anyone recommend how old you need to buy them? Coles. You get them from Coles, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Just in the freezer area. Uh, Are we surprised that Ross Dog came up with that? Well, yes, yes. He's a bit of a different dude, Rostov. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, absolutely. He's an ex wombat, so you you probably you don't get too many free range. Live chickens around uh, around Coogee. So That's I can understand. So I can understand. It's a very good point. Yeah. Where so you good on you, Rostov. You're a <laughs> social media star of the week. Well, can we, do we retweet that out? Big League Magazine and all that. Oh, we sure yeah. do. Pants yeah. all over it. Might help with that search for the three chickens. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully well, he's nice. found his chooks. Hopefully mm. we've got a happy ending to but the story. Yeah. Can you, Rostov, can you get in contact with us? And let yeah, us yeah let us know. Let us know how it went. Via social media about how you went with those chickens. Uh, that would be good. Now, fearless prediction time. Uh, just an update on the. Uh, well, let's go to fearless predictions from last week. Maria, you had Tyrone Peachy ten plus tackle breaks. You wanted to go to twelve. You settled on ten. He had three. Yes, correct. That's a fail. It is a very big fail. Uh, Bowie, you had the Raiders and Panthers would be forty plus. That's points. right. Yep. Not they enough. Thirty four. That's right. That's a fail. That's right. I had Raiders Panthers. 50 points. 50 points. <laughs> That's a disgrace. That's now, not a fail. I don't care that I failed as long as, long as I was closer than you were. Well, you were safer. <laughs> Says something. And Pam, our star. There you go. I'm not sure how fearless this was. However, um, Cowboys would win the NRL and the Cowboys would win the under-20s. Yeah. Which they did comfortably in the 20s. They just did. In the Without NRL. their superstar fullback. Yes. And so he'll, very impressive. I was a bit worried for a second. Who contributed to the first grade win. He's yeah, great. He, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's a special talent. 18 mm. years of age. Yeah, he's got a big future. And Cohen Hess Amazing. is still ab- available for the 20. He doesn't play 20s anymore, but he's still available. So let's mm-hmm. go to the scoreboard, the uh, leaderboard. Pam, you're up on 3.5. Woohoo. With me. Look out. Ding dong battle. He's going to come down to the last round. Uh, Maria, <laughs> you're on 2.5. So you can make it going into the grand final. It could, well, it could be anything, okay. but... 
It probably uh, won't, but it could. No, it could be. <laughs> Bo, you're at minus six. So, uh, can I have a count back on that? <laughs> nope. No, we went through this last week. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. All right. I just want to see how many weeks is away because I've lost a, a point. How many? For every week away. Yeah, yeah. yeah every week. Yeah. Seven? So, from origin seven? to the finals. That's right. right. Yeah. Look, I know I'm no chance, but I just want to make sure that this is all legit, this point scoring. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Why don't you start us off then, Bowie? What's your fearless prediction for this week? All right, look, I'm going to go fearless, so fearless that I'm going to back against myself. Obviously, I've tipped Cowboys against the Sharks. However, my fearless prediction is that... that makes sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> James Maloney yes. will have the try assist that will win the Sharks the game. Wow, specific. Wow. Yeah. So we can have a try assist in the third minute. But unless it wins the game for the Sharks... For the winning try, let me say. The winning try, you know. So the winning try, James Maloney will set up the winning try for the Sharks to beat Cowboys. Well, actually, the third-minute try might be the number one try. That's what I mean. If there's no more tries, there you go. That's the winning try. Nice. Well done. Well done. Even though you tipped the Cowboys. (laughs) Talk about hedging your bets. Uh, Maria? Yeah, look, mine's not that fearless, but I don't care anymore. Um, Paul Gallon, 200 metres on the weekend. Paul Gallon, back from the back injury... Um, just signed a new deal, and you think he's going to run for 200 plus 200 meters. meters? So there you go. All right, you're right. It's not very no, not at all. Okay, Pam. Mine is Cowboys will win by eight. Cohen Hess to score another try. Cowboys win by eight. So mm-hmm. if they win by ten, yeah. and Cohen Hess scores, you lose. Yeah. Right. This is this is as fearless of a, as I've ever seen. Well done. Really? Yes. Well, that, That's a that pretty is, stupid do, thing. Do, do you know what the odds would be to this? Like, this is like seventy to one. Well, this segment is called fearless prediction. It is. Oh, this it is. is from the person who last week went. Oh, the Cowboys will win both twenties and and I can't. I can't cop a break here, Jimmy. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be throwing stones safe. in the fearless prediction household. I, I tell you. Well, what about my my fearless prediction for this week? Is Cowboys one to twelve, Storm one to twelve. That's yeah. That is not fearless. That's the safest bet you could possibly make. If I had $5, that's the safest bet I could possibly make. It's almost as bad as the time. Remember when Jared Hayden was coming back and you said, oh, the Titans Titans, average is going to Titans will almost sell out. You know why you're upset about that? Because it was right. That's right. Level of bitterness. And what we didn't know, that that morning, the paper said it's going to be a sellout. (laughs) Yeah. The inquiry is still looking into this. <laughs> there is, is there an inquiry? <laughs> yeah, there, there's an, there was an investigation. There uh, we've be. got a comment here by Matthew Campbell who says his fearless prediction, Storm to win by two points, Cooper Cronk player of the match. M- mildly fearless. Okay, who's that from? It's a prediction. From Matt Campbell. It's a, it's a prediction. And he, Actually, um, if Matt gets that up, he can still beat me in his competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's got, he's got a nice Storm avatar as well, so obviously he'll be watching that game very closely. Storm right. by two. Thanks for your comment, Matt. Yep. Cronk, M-O-M. And everybody else is just saying up, up, Cronulla. Are they? Yeah, well, there you go. Yep. yeah and that's why you went, despite the fact you picked the Cowboys to win, you actually I, said look, I'd, I'd like, I'd, I'd, Yeah, club. look, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see Sharks win, but Cowboys. You're a man of the people. people man of the Shire. <laughs> man of the Shire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Maria, thank you very much. Pam, I hope you have a great week. Oh, have I you got ha- a game this week? Uh, yeah, where most of us are heading out to the game on Friday night. So that'll be... Very exciting. And and listen to Jimmy while we've got everyone. Um, Yeah, listen to the full podcast. It'll be uh, up. The link will be up this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably around. Listen from 4 o'clock, guys, because the keyword will be in there. So what you need to do is get on there. Type the keyword in uh, to big league at newslifemedia.com.au and you can win two tickets to the the grand final as well as two nights accommodation. So be listening about 4 o'clock this afternoon. You realise that... Four o'clock has no relevance because it's a podcast and they can listen at any point. 
and that we've already said the code word further up, and if they've got to this point, they've already got the code words. So yeah, but they're listening to it live now. They're listening yeah. to it live. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, uh, look, see, you've oh, got the whole. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're smart. The whole yeah, time, the whole space-time <laughs> continuum just thrown you right out. Did you ever see Back to the Future? <laughs> I have to, you know what? I'm gonna to have to change my opinion of you. Yeah, look, I wasn't back. You know, you were a Ford. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, appreciate that. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening and watching. And remember, have a big league weekend. If you don't believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melbourne scored. Melbourne scored in the corner. One kick. One moment in time. It looks to me!